Recording from the Ethel Studios, this is Craigie Too Crunk, and you listen to the Talking Small Podcast. If you do not like it, call your doctor, go to the hospital, and have your balls chopped off. Oh yeah! Something that beautiful should have something beautiful. Harley looks at her cock and goes, you talk about you? Big butthole blast. Harley, that's some real initiative by the executive producer to try to bump the ratings. Soups only, dude? Oh, if we're talking like broccoli cheddar soup, dude. Yeah, party girls. Ooh, yeah. Blonde-haired sisters. I'm in love with the stripper. Oh, Grandma, it's when guys send Danielle dick pics. So I was younger than her when I was beaten off to it. <laughs> Hashtag statutory beat all. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. Last night, college football kicked off and mighty, mighty Appalachian State came into the Tennessee Vols Neyland Stadium. 100,000 strong. And what the fuck happened? Tennessee fucking went to OT. Appalachian State kicker was fucking missing. Would have won the game a couple times. Oh, my gosh. So, I got to call the fake biggest fan for Tennessee there is, and that's Joey Sal. I got to talk about this game. It's really itching and burning on me. (laughs) Fucking before my wedding, that motherfucker was sitting in here rooting so hard in my damn man cave for Tennessee. And I just thought that was complete and utter bullshit just because his, his wife went there. I mean, that's some garbo, man. So um, let's get a crack lacking. Let's uh, give him a little ring, and uh, we'll, see how, we'll see how this rolls. Ring, ring, ring. Where's Joe? Where's Joe? Oh, come on. This is a bunch of bullshit. We're podcasting. You have reached the Sprint voicemail box. Of- Good God. And we even talked about this beforehand. God damn it, Joe. You fucking son of a bitch. Hang tight while I get Joe. On the fucking phone. Milos, get us some fucking beats. Alright, we got we got Joe and his wife Haley on the phone. They're on the car and they're heading down to the uh Florida panhandle. Five fucking people in Alabama can't drive at all. These two cars are just pulled off to the fucking median of the interstate. I agree. Fuck Alabama. But more more than that, what about fuck the Tennessee Vols? What did you think about that shit ass performance last night, Haley? Is that why you asked if I could hear you? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to make sure that I was going to get the full full uh, reaction from you because. I could not believe that atrocious performance. It was like Michigan-esque. Yeah, I'm really embarrassed. It was a very, 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 very sad sight. I was reading message boards while I was watching the game last night, and I can't confirm this, but apparently Tennessee's athletic or Tennessee's uh, offensive coordinator was the same offensive coordinator Michigan had when they lost to Appalachian State. There's no way that's true, is that? I don't know. Like I said, I don't fact check, but uh, I I read it online somewhere last night during the game. It was so bad. Uh, But you just got Well, good thing they didn't have a field goal kicker for Appalachian State, right? Because, I mean, he just botched a couple. Y'all wouldn't even have had a chance. I was I was finding all these funny memes and I was sending them to Chen because he's got Florida aliens, the Tennessee thing. So they're Haley and Chen talk shit to each other leading up to that game in okay. years past. And I saw one that was Peyton Manning and it had his little nationwide jingle and the 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 line was my college team still sucks this year. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Oh, um, I don't think it's funny. Well, what I did think was funny. 
was one Josh Dobbs or whatever Dobbs' first name is, his haircut. I think that's hilarious. Like, how big is the dude's forehead? He just needs to go ahead and shave it. He looks like he's got, like, beginning stages of alopecia. He's still on alopecia. There's no beginning stages. Hey, they were garbage. Haley turned it off halfway. I was the one watching it, and we I've got a bunch of friends up here, so I was talking shit to them all night during the game. It, it, it was just it was horrible. Did you watch the end? Did you watch any of it, Arlie? Well, that, that's what I want to talk to you about real quick. Uh, so, did you wake up Haley when the game went into OT? No, she went. She had gone to bed. She was awake when it went. went OT started, but she falls asleep really fast. So I, when I came to bed, I told her how it ended. Okay, so when Dobbs is running towards the end zone and just Dude, gets clean out, like Kevin back in high school, ask what was that against Mandeville? Oh, yeah, man. He got, well, I mean, that one Kevin never saw coming. This one, I mean, Dobbs was trying, he was stretching out, trying to be the hero, and he took, well, I thought he was going to have broken ribs. So that was a that was a shot. So if you didn't see the game, the quarterback is scrambling in OT trying to score. They had the first possession, so that um, basically Appalachian State's going to get the ball regardless. He's scrambling in. He's going for that pylon and gets decked. Fumbles the ball forward a couple yards into the end zone, and somehow with the, like. Seemed like there was five App State people around the ball. That re- was there a receiver that came up with it. Uh, I think it was a was it a Jaylen? receiver? It? No, it wasn't It was I thought it was a lineman. Because oh. they were on like the three yard line or something when the play started, so he didn't have far to go. So the fat boys were were there. But I I don't know I I don't know who it was. I, I looked I thought it was a lineman. It was a white kid. So it must be a lineman if they're white. You fuck. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I would imagine. <laughs> That's how they're going to beat Appalachian State. They have to win by recovering a fumble in the end zone in overtime. You know, I think that what I have read, and of course I don't fact check, but what I have read. What is, is this fucking they... saltic Rappaport family? <laughs> <laughs> what I have read is they did not let their starters participate in a lot of scrimmages because they didn't want to run a chance of them getting hurt or taking a chance of them getting hurt. So, well, that's fucking stupid. It was really stupid. It's actually game. But, like, it just was just a joke. Like, they were just – it was clumsy. It missed. Josh Dobbs, yards per carry average. Due to the rushing quarterback, yards per carry, minus 1.7. I think it finished with a minus 0.9 average. Oh, that's, that's, that's booking it down the field. Um, yeah. I heard a rumor that what they were trying to do is they wanted to actually lose the first game so they'd actually get pissed off and, uh, and win the rest <laughs> of them. You know, since that's probably as likely as, uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't play the Stars enough. That's why we were struggling so much against the fucking 2A school. I was laughing my ass off because they kept saying all game, even after they were getting shut down, after Tennessee was getting shut down on offense. No, they kept saying, all they kept saying was, now, this is at Appalachian State, and they're undersized front seven, undersized front seven, and they were just shutting down Tennessee. I enjoyed it that Tennessee struggled so much. I'm, I kind of am glad they pulled out the win. When the when that fumble did happen, I was thinking, holy shit, Appalachian State's going to recover, but they're going to miss a field goal anyway, so who gives a fuck? Well, they took so long to review it. I was wondering for a second if they were going to say it was some sort of illegal forward uh, forward lateral or something like that. Yeah. But it, was a, it was definitely a fumble. He got it. He got cream. Let's discuss that targeting call. Oh, that was bullshit. <laughs> and let's discuss the individual's reaction to that targeting call and how trashy that was. Yeah. Okay, so Haley, for the for our wonderful viewers that have not, you know, did not watch the game, maybe they're not football fans. What, up. Up. Could you set up the play for us so we can kind of hear what's going on and get you know so we can we can visualize it in our brains. So, happy state versus getting ready to catch the ball. 
It was a punt return, correct? Yes, it was early in the first quarter. Early in the first quarter. Was it not visible to a Tennessee fan, or was it just not visible at all? Well, he didn't do it, so it's not visible. He did it. It was like very minimal, and they kept replaying it, and you couldn't tell. Oh, he just said, there's no move on from that. He didn't call a fair catch. What happened was he got it, and hey, Joe, he don't like, cut your wife off. She was telling the story. All right, go ahead. So he got the ball and freaking waving, waving, raving, some someone down the field. Who? Maybe. <laughs> Jalen Reeves Maven. Jalen Reeves Maven. Maven. That's okay. Our I'm viewers sorry. are used to me struggling with English, so it's cool if you do too. He looks, it looks, it appeared to be like helmet to helmet contact. Maven. 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 That's a new one for me. Jerk a knot in his ass. That's that's new. You've never heard that? I've never heard that. My granny used to tell me, you better behave yourself. I'm going to jerk a knot in that ass. I don't even know what that means. Sounds like hillbilly foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> what I thought was bullshit about the play was that the guy, he got, he squatted down as he made, as he caught the punt. So it's not like it was helmet to helmet, like, Make her like, uh, maybe went high. He couldn't get it well, unless he's gonna fucking just lay out and throw himself horizontally at him. I don't know how you make that tackle. You can't slow down and stop. The targeting rule needs to have some sort of intent clause in there. Oh, it was bullshit. Well, I mean, how do you know what the guy's thinking? How do you measure an intent call? Uh, well, I mean, if he's like running, if there's a receiver coming across the field on a on a cross route or something, then you could see the intent. But I mean, he's the guy is fucking. He should call that. Has, some of that responsibility has to lay on the punter turner to call the fair catch there. Or it, or it needs to lay on his fucking team to, you know, help him out and build that fucking wall. And so if he gets a fucking wall in front of him, he doesn't get clobbered. So I mean, that would have won for everyone. Sometimes I've seen it where they've actually buzzed down, but there was some kind of like, you know, 
malfunction with the equipment and the uh, play got called back but because it should have been stopped off the rip. But if they call it back after another play ran, then it, that seems like they already missed it, Like unless they were trying to buzz in and they had evidence of that. That's this new thing that they're doing with that started this year. And, I mean, it was it created a controversy when they announced that they were doing it. And now, I mean, it took it was the first SEC game that happened that, that it made a difference. I mean, in the end, you know, Tennessee still won, but – but did they really? Did they really win though? Because uh, that feels like a loss to me. Oh, it feels like a loss, but at the end of the day, it's a win. You know what? We win Virginia Tech next weekend. Y'all are gonna get creamed. You're gonna stop a triple option, freaking uh, read option, Appalachian State. You're gonna get. If we're gonna play that way next weekend, then we may as well just like I'm gonna start wearing purple the rest of the freaking year. Took four and a half years, but I finally did it. Yeah, um, that's until you watch LSU-Wisconsin go run, 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 punt on their very first possession and then watch Joe get so irritated and annoyed that he's just flunging shit. She knows I get mad, but that's okay. That's why God invented beer. That's why God invented beer. So, um... So, Joe, Joe, I'm introducing a new segment this week. It's called Fuck That Dude of the Week. It's where you just you just see something or you hear an opinion and it just pisses you off and you just have that reaction of fuck that dude. So, All right. now, our first ever, ever retroactive fuck that dude is... John Bell Edwards, the governor of Louisiana, for raising the minimum stripper age from 18 to 21. We can all agree that that. that's, fuck that dude. That takes a lot of money away from some tweens in their nubile young prime years for uh, stripping. That's true, Haley. Your body's better at 18 than it's going to be at 21. I mean, it's, it's, it's facts. Plus, you get longevity. I mean, and then, you you know, you don't have to be like a stripper until you're, when you're 45. I mean, you can get out of the game a little earlier if you start earlier, right? How are these girls, how are these girls from fucking Kentwood, Louisiana, going to make money to go to college if they can't strip? I love what you just did right there, Joe, because Kentwood, Louisiana is the subject of the first fuck that dude of the week. However, it's not the guy from Kentwood. It's about the person from Kentwood. And Britney Spears, the lovely Britney Spears, just put out a new album called Glory. Um, I've, listen, I've listened to it. It's, it's, not, as, it's not as dance uh, heavy as I'd like it to be. Um, it doesn't have any like real bangers like uh, Toxic or uh, you know, Womanizer. Have you heard it, I haven't downloaded you it. You haven't downloaded Britney's new album yet? All right. Well, you need to get to work on that, bitch. Um, that's a Britney Spears joke. All right. So, we, we, you know, I'm texting back and forth with some of my friends. And I think, Joe, you're on the conversation. And we hear yeah. one of our buddies, the normal co-host of this podcast. He's banned from this one because of his fucking comments. He basically calls Britney Spears washed up, says she's not good looking and she's got no talent. And my re- immediate reaction to that is, fuck that dude. What does he know? <laughs> exactly, Haley. Fuck that dude. Fuck he, that dude. He shit on her performance of in carpool karaoke, which to me, she was looking hot, said she wanted to be impregnated with three more kids, but never get married. Sounds like a great opportunity for some strapping young man that's got uh got some ripe seed. And My services are available. Haley, would you be okay with that? I had the opportunity to impregnate Britney Spears. I'd be okay with that as long as I can do whatever concert. You heard it here first, people. This is a legal binding agreement, Haley. Do you do you agree? For sure to that. Because I know a guy who knows a guy who bangs her little sister. 120% on board. All right, that's great. 
Um, I'm sure my wife would allow that too because because uh, if you uh, impregnated Brittany, you'd probably get to hang out with her, and my wife's a big fan. So I think it would be a win for the whole Shote household as well. So, I mean, how are you going to call Britney Spears washed up? You saw her at the VMAs. She had a very, very sexy black dress with some kind of like diagonal slit showing like side boob and top boob. It was kind of like well, under boob on one side and top boob on the other side. It was it was really, uh, I, you know, I hadn't seen something like that. And I was I was enjoying it. I was digging it. Well, the, the segment is really aptly named for this topic because when Al walks around, let's say, downtown New Orleans, he sees all these guys and all he thinks is, man, I want to fuck that dude. Oh, shit. Oh. That was not good. That was not nice, Joe. That was blowing the belt. That's where Knobs that's where wants some dudes to go, Haley, so just don't worry about it. <laughs> that was not really me. <laughs> so... Knobloch, the co-host of the Talking Small podcast, who has been banned from this episode, wins the first, well, I guess the second, because I'm giving the first one to John Bell Edwards retroactively, but he wins the first ever. Fuck that dude for shitting on Britney Spears. What has she done to anybody except look hot, make good music, and allow kids to masturbate all the way through the early 2000s? Made me want to date chicks with shaped heads. Yeah, uh, Haley, when you wake up in the middle of the night and Joe's got some clippers and he's just, you know, buzzing your hair, just remember, it's about love. We do role-play sexy time with the bald cap. (laughs) 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 That's not okay. Um, one of the things that I noticed, and I don't think I mentioned it on our Olympics podcast because I was a little uh, tired, was uh, one of the worst ways to make a female or best ways, depending on how you look at it, the most unattractive she can be is you put swimming goggles and a fucking swimming cap on her. She looks like a wet rat with like fucking Erlacher shoulders no, just no chick looks good with a swimming cap yeah. and goggles. I got to agree with you on that. To be fair, most of those swimming chicks aren't really lookers anyway. But, I think it was Corolla that pointed that out. Is they, they have the athletic build and they're, you know, strong, tall, lanky, but they're always a little bit fucked up in the face. You know what I was like? Um, Joe, they I believe they both had spectacular asses. Oh, I just want to point that out. Assets. Assets. So, um, Joe got, got me, you know, really into looking up some uh, former gymnast on Instagram. Yeah. I, I believe, Joe, what was your first recommendation to me? It was... Michaela Maroche, the unimpressed Michaela. After she went off the Olympics, she became an Instagram sleuth. And Tiger Droppings is absolutely obsessed with her. Really? I, I didn't know that. Did she? What's her relationship with LSU? Oh, they, no, they don't have one. They just think she's attractive. Well, as Seinfeld taught me as a young boy, gymnasts bring you a world of pleasure. <laughs> but, so I took this a step further. Joe uh, recommended Miss uh, Miss Maroney, and it was good. I was looking at her. So I was watching TV, and all of a sudden I saw Brett Favre on there sporting his copper fit. And then I saw this other gymnast on there sporting a copper fit as well. And I'm blanking on her fucking name. This is, this is terrible. Hold um, on. 
from last Olympics. All right. So the copper fit girl that was in the commercial is named Sugar Tyner. Sugar Tyner. Yes, it's look her up on fucking Instagram. She she you know she looks pretty hot in the commercial. I don't think she was ever in the Olympics or anything. Uh, she was ranked as a national gymnast according to Copper Fit commercial. That I didn't go check, but I did decide to look her up on Instagram since Joe told me about Miss Maroney. And I'll tell you, Joe, this one is more of an Instagram slut than Mrs. Maroney. Haley's on it right now. I got my little fact checking going on. She's on a. Pe- yeah, Sugar Tyner. Sugar Tyner. T I N E R. Look her up. I believe her Instagram handle is. Sugar. It is Sugar S S. Sugar and she's. Now she's only got like thirty one hundred followers. So evidently, I'm in the minority of fucking trying to stalk this chick after the Copper Tone commercial. I mean, Copper Fit commercial. It shows, Haley shows that you're following her. Oh, fuck yeah, I am. I mean, well, I'm not going to say I didn't. I mean, I'm admitting that here on the pod. Wow. Uh, fucking Alabama. What, you, y'all can't get some uh, some service there to no, check we out? Don't have a good, we don't have enough signal to uh, pull up pictures. Just do a Google image search, Haley. Just pull look, up something. Look, Haley, just go ahead and hit follow, and you'll be impressed. Uh, she's got a very nice nice asset. Um, she does a lot of, like, uh, yoga poses. She's, she's very fit. She's good. So that's uh, your Instagram follow of the week. Sugar Tyner, Copper Fit. You know, it, it put it on your joints and make you feel better. It's infused copper with microfiber technology. Brett Favre can throw. She can do gymnast shit. Except I think she's retired now. She looks like she just like does Instagram modeling shit. And you can, uh, yeah, I think you can actually book her. I think she's got a fucking uh, contact information on her Instagram. So if you want to see like, you know, some gymnast activities, you know, in your presence, go ahead and book her up. And uh, she's got, I think her uh, contact information. Now, this just doesn't seem real. So maybe it's fake. It's sugar underscore Tyner at hotmail.com. Who still uses Whoa. Hotmail? Sugar Whoa. Tyner still uses Hotmail. Holler at her. Sugar Tyner at AOL.com. <laughs> so, going back with another Olympic story, uh, Hope Solo has recently just been suspended uh, for six months from the national team, and her contract with them has been. Uh, canceled. So, Haley, I was wondering your opinion on one thing. They they caught her on video. Apparently, they're shooting some sort of documentary for her and her time. I don't know if it's just on her or the whole U.S. national team, but they, they caught her on video talking about it, and she's having a meltdown. Uh, they got her the live moment when she found out that she had been suspended. So I really wanted to know your opinion on, since I know you've seen it, on her vagina and her massive roast beef curtains. <laughs> it's ugly. <laughs> Thank God for the fappening. That was that was just the greatest thing ever. Now, not only how many pictures were there? There weren't just one of her giant hatchet wounds. There were what, twenty something? There were a lot of really. It was bad. It was just bad. And I didn't know about any of this, and Joe kept saying, oh, it's awful, it's awful. So I just Googled it one day, and it was awful. It was so bad. you got to respect a woman that's not afraid to not only send her spread-out twat, but just her gaping butthole to you in pictures. I mean... That's love. I mean, I mean, why not? I mean, it's not like it's a dick. I mean, it's a, even if it's roast beef, that's attractive. A penis is not attractive. So show off all your roast beef curtains. Send us your fucking brown eyes. We will enjoy them. We, we like the innies. We like the outies. We like the flatties. We like the high and tight. 
We're all good. We're all good. No, Haley? What's your favorite pussy shots out there? I don't have a favorite anything uh, but, of that nature. You're not even going to throw up Meg Ryan in the cut? Uh, Haley, what is the best looking pussy you've ever seen? I don't look at them. I don't know. First of all, you've already admitted to Googling Hope Solo's roast beef curtains, so I'm calling bullshit. I've Googled hers just because of the the discussion that always tends to lead to Hope Solo and her nudie pics that are out on the internet. So you never, like, Google, like, Jennifer Lawrence's? No! Well, that's... I don't have time. I don't have time to be Googling all that mess. I mean, well, I mean, the, your, the men in your life, a.k.a. Joe, has probably uh, probably looked at every single one of the nudies from the Harley, opening. I have a question for you. Leslie Jones' nudes were hacked earlier this <laughs> I, uh, Did you do it out of curiosity? First of all, I would love to be d- completely honest here. I did Google. <laughs> she, Google Leslie Jones is the big black Saturday Night Live woman who is in the new Ghostbusters remake. Yeah, that's that's her. So, so yeah. So I um I admittedly Googled, you know, because I'm a equal opportunity nudist. But, but I I didn't see them. Like I Googled it, and like I didn't see the images come up. I just didn't feel like I was. I, if it was like right there, I was gonna look. But to do any work, I I didn't want to do that. So I didn't actually see them. Did you see them? I didn't know about it until earlier this week, and my buddy Sam mentioned it to me while we were at the gym, and we Googled it out of curiosity. Fitness Joe. <laughs> Fitness Joe. And it was, uh, we, we did find them. We looked at one, and we quickly removed it and didn't look at any more. Well, what, what was the, like, she was sending these to somebody or it looked like the one we saw, she was in like a dressing room in front of a mirror or something. So I'm guessing it was sent to somebody. Because seriously, why would she just take that picture? Haley's Googling it right now. No, I'm not. I'm looking at Michaela Maroney because I don't remember which one she was. She was the one who had the unimpressed face. I remember that, but I thought. Sorry, I don't mean to go off topic, but I'm not Googling any nudie pictures. But apparently when whoever hacked Leslie Jones, when they released the pictures, they released all of her nude pictures. They released, like, a picture of her driver's license and passport. And just to be fucking racist assholes, they threw a picture of Harambe in there, too. Hold on. Hold on. Have you ever taken a picture of your driver's license or your passport? Like, I I don't don't know how anyone would do that. It's like, hey, take a picture of your credit card and send it to me. Like, I, who? Like, no. Like, that's bullshit. Well, Why would you do that? You know, I, I actually, I think I have sent Haley a picture of my driver's license one time when she was filling out insurance forms or something, and she asked for my driver's license number. So I just took a picture of it rather than typing it out. Because Tennessee driver's license numbers are about 13 or 14 digits long. I think that's pretty standard. Yeah, but Louisiana's are all the zeros. Hey, bitch, we from Louisiana. Um, I stay under So, Joe, I got a question for you. Yo. All right. If you were doing a fantasy football draft live, you know, um, in person, you had to do it in person, and let's just say your boss was in the league and he was late. And you got delegated to just pick for them, you know, but you're still picking your team. Yeah. How how would you go about it? Would you just, like, fuck them over? Or would you try to just pick a best available and just pretend you're doing a good job? I mean, what would your strategy be? What I would do... What I would, what I would probably do would be just do best available, if it were my boss. If it were one of you guys and you were late and you had sent us there for you, 
I mean, it's, it's hard to do, especially if there's money on the line, because you don't want the guy to get, like, drafted Tim Tebow and fucking the first round and then uh, have him be like, I'm not paying. Fuck this. All right. So what do you think about me drafting for him? And this was before the injury. I drafted him Tony Romo second round. That's probably really inappropriate, depending on how many people are in the league. Twelve still pretty inappropriate because i mean unless there was a mad rush on quarterbacks early in the first round there was not then yeah that's a dick move dick move bro what about getting him a kicker in the seventh round dick move bro kickers go kickers go last everyone knows that what if it was guskowski for new england so it was the best kicker still not worth it are you I mean, sure? Because I, I feel like that sure. wasn't as dick of a move because it was the best one. If I'd have gave him like well, John Carney, if, if you do a mock draft and you just leave it on auto draft and you do that, you will get a kicker by like the tenth round. Okay, so by I, the way they do it, I was just a little early, but I mean, like you know, the guy knew about it. He was just deciding to be fashionably late, and I decided. I made Especially two. Late and missing all the way through the seventh round. Yeah, that's pretty fucking late. Well, yeah, it was about two hours late, and I felt like it was deserving to give him two shit picks. Now, for the rest of them, I did best available, but the guy's from Dallas, so I knew picking Tony Romo for him would piss him off because everybody in Dallas supposedly hates Tony Romo. And then the next day was when they had uh, they said basically he was out for the you know six or eight weeks or something with the the back. So I felt Thank I you. felt like I did a really good dick job to him. No Bruno. Yeah. Well, when did you draft your kicker? Uh, let's see. We had sixteen rounds, so maybe like fourteen or something. Yeah. I, no, I, okay. I mean, I mean, he, he's he's got a better kicker than me. I got Boswell from the Steelers. I mean, that's still a decent kicker, but it's not that good. I probably, I probably wouldn't do it if it were my boss. I'd probably just draft the best available for him. What if you do? Okay, what if you and your boss didn't have like the best relationship, and he kind of annoyed you sometimes? Well, I would probably. Well, does he, do you have the best, not best relationship because he hates you, or because you hate him? What if it's a mutual? Well, yeah, then fuck him. <laughs> All right, good. Um, the other thing that happened the other day, Joe, do you remember attending my wedding, which is about a almost about a year now? We're almost at almost my first wedding anniversary. I've lasted longer than Britney Spears's first marriage. You know, go back. To I hope. Yes, I remember it. I was there. All right. Good time. So, did you enjoy that your hangover kit? Um, yeah, I thought it was a really cool idea. Personally, I don't do Bloody Marys. I don't like Bloody Marys, so... But everything else came in handy. The aspirin, I'm pretty sure I took the aspirin, ibuprofen, or whatever it was, and the Tums. I ate all that that night. All right, so what if I told you that I had some extra hangover kits, which I believe had some water... Some like Oreos or crackers and some shit like that in there. Oh uh, shit, I forgot. And some vodka and some some tomato juice and shit like that. So I had had a I live in the country, so we have different problems than normal people. I have I had a field mouse get into my house. And I had seen some like droppings on the guest bed. So when we were doing sheets and stuff, so I was like, oh shit, there's a, you know, there's a mouse somewhere. So I started looking for it and I, I opened up the, um, the closet and I saw that, uh, I had a stash, hold on. I had a stash of these hangover kit boxes. And oh, yeah. this, this field mouse ended up getting into all these boxes and he had like some kind of like he had food source, he had water, he had place to shit everywhere. Like this fucking mouse went hog wild in this <laughs> closet. He had like 13 of these fucking hangover kits left over. 
This, this motherfucker was just living the life. Well, I cleaned out all those kits and I threw it. There was a box of like old t-shirts in there that he shit and ate in and made a nest and stuff. So I threw all that out. Couldn't find the mouse. So the other day, I we hear him kind of in the wall. We look and he evidently he came through some drywall and stuff to jump into the pantry. So then I found a I found where I thought he was where he'd been walking by. I put some cheese down on a trap because peanut butter hadn't been working. He'd been like able to eat the peanut butter and not set off the trap. I put some cheese down in the walkway. Woke up the next morning, dead mouse. Nice. I brought it to my wife who was in bed to show her. You know, kind of like dogs do. They bring it to you to show, like, how proud they are. They, like, want you to see it. Still in the trap? Yo, still in the trap. Yep. Um, these were not the humane traps, by the way. So, PETA, oh, no. if you want to jump on us, you can. But this mouse was doing some damage to my house. And basically, he ate free on me for about four months. So, he only had, like, two months to live anyway. So, it wasn't that much of a loss. Hey, fuck PETA anyway. Whoa, hot take. So the wife was waking up. Of course, it was probably about 5.45 in the morning. Probably not the best time to wake somebody up with a dead mouse. So she kind of yelled at me a little bit and told me to put it a fuck outside, and I did. But I wanted her to make sure she knew that the, um, the mouse had been dead and everything was good in the house. No more mice. There was only one. I have another trap out. I haven't gotten any hits. I haven't seen any poop. So it looks like uh, there was one mouse, and now he's uh, been exterminated. Dude, mice are assholes. We had one at our house up here, a house we rented, and we had a little candy dish that was out full of, like, Hershey Kisses. And uh, he did, he did like you're saying, he got into those. But that little fucker, he didn't just eat a Hershey Kiss. He took a bite out of every single one in that candy dish. Hey, so we had, yeah, little fucker, he, he was greedy. Fucking mice. And then I bet, I bet when you, did you ever kill it or did you just die and go away? Because they can just die in your drywall and then they'll stink over time. You got no, we had, we had a couple. We caught a couple in that house. Uh, we started turning cold and all the mice started coming inside. Yeah, we had field mice. Yeah, that's so we what, killed, that's oh, what we I killed know. at least two or three. Did you bring them to Haley as like trophies to show her that you're a real man? No, but we had to try and keep. We had to train the dogs to stay away from the stupid fucking traps. Dumbass dog would go and eat the peanut butter out of the trap. Fucking corgis. No, Haley was Haley was the excited one. She would run home as soon as she get home from work and go check the traps, looking for dead mice. That's because in Tennessee, those are a delicacy. Yeah. Field mouse soup, Mr. Bojangles, Mr. Jangles. I, I I thought they had that at y'all's wedding. It was off to the side, and like you had to like show some kind of secret handshake to get it. But they gave you some uh, some fried field mouse. It was it was delectable. So so hey, do the corgis uh do they know any tricks? Jenga does. Jenga knows tricks. Rosie's more of a cat. Like, she knows what we wanted her to do. Like, Jenga will sit, lie down, roll over, shake, spin, get on his hind legs. And Rosie will sit sometimes. And then, we like, I'll put my hand down and tell her to shake, and she'll take the leg that I'm putting my hand in front of, and she'll kind of move it back. So she knows what I wanted her to do, but she's kind of just telling me to fuck off. Well, my dog has learned a new trick, and I don't think it's very, uh, very useful. Um, Gus, our newest rescue, he's a, I believe he's some uh, English Mastiff, maybe hounds, some kind of havesy. Um, he, uh, I came home today and I let him outside and I just shut the door. I got some property, let him roam. Um, him and uh, my parents' dogs here and then you know my other, my little shepherd mix and they all ran outside. And his new trick is um, when Amazon and delivers their packages via UPS or FedEx, whoever did it, uh, Gus will go out there and grab the package and attempt to open it for you. Now, well, that's not useful at all. 
Now, not only does he try to open it, he wants to make sure that your whatever you got is fully open. So let's say you had a Amazon Fire TV HD and you got that delivered to the house. Uh, the dog may open the, the original packaging and then open up the packaging for the thing and then eat the power cord in six places and rip it up to where I now have to buy a $20 power cord. But, Why not, man? Just, tell, just call Amazon and tell them that's how it showed up. Um, see, now that this is on record out there, I wouldn't do that to Amazon. Uh, so that's unfortunate. But now um, I'm getting another power cord because my dog has learned a trick. It's called I'll open a package and eat the fuck out of whatever's in it. And, and that's how Harley lost his first flashlight. Well, I'll tell you, he'll eat the fuck out of a goddamn dildo. <laughs> And on that note, I know y'all are driving to t to t uh, to the Florida Panhandle right now. Y'all going on vacation. You got your dogs. I'm sure it's very romantic. Y'all probably been listening to some Barry Manilow in the car. Uh, getting some head. Getting getting some head. That, hey, jo Joe's, Joe's driving right now, and there has been times in this podcast where Haley's been silent. I don't know what she was doing. But you never know. Uh, road beach is uh, very dangerous, so be careful, guys. At this moment in the Talk Yourself podcast is where we thank our gracious sponsors, DraftKings. Up to a $200 match on DraftKings with code word road beach. That's R-O-A-D-B-E-E-J. This, this code is very important. The, the season is starting. You are like 10 days away. Maybe less. I mean, I guess because you got a Thursday game. You're like six days away from the season. Get your code in, Road Beach, and get up to a $200 match on your first $200 donation. I mean, it's like great. And then you can play Michael Rappaport in his thing and then talk shit to him. Hey, if you want to join our super contest, you can do that. Uh, check our Twitter feed. It's been posted. Jump in. It's 50 bucks. Five games against the spread. You go against me. You go against Joe. You can't fucking lose to Chen. He's the worst. So just figure it out. Throw 50 bucks down. See what you got. We're almost to about 30 people. So that's a uh, $1,500 pot right there. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I was hoping you fucked that up so I could say, Andy, your math is atrociously bad. <laughs> On that note, do y'all have anything else y'all want to talk about, or do you want to get back to your road, Beach? Um, well, we're headed up to Bristol next weekend to go see them balls in Virginia Tech game. <laughs> That's going to be a slaughter. Addy's going to teabag both of you after the fucking game. We got, a, we, got a we got a group of about 15 people, Tennessee grads, Virginia Tech grads, because all Johnny and Addy and all them, they're all Virginia Tech graduates. So, uh, what kind of, a good time. What, what are you going to wear, Joe? Uh, well, since it's Bristol, I got, Haley got me a Tennessee shirt, and since it's Bristol, I got a Tennessee tank. I got so, a uh, tank. Hey, I've been really into the uh, sleeveless hoodie tanks lately. I think those are baller. Hoodie tanks. <laughs> Looking like Mac. I, I just, it's like hipster and it's awesome and it shows out my tries and that's my best feature. That's the best way to meet somebody. So just have the tries uh, out. You don't wear a t shirt underneath them and it's just like a sleeveless hoodie. Yeah. You cut the sleeves out of a hoodie. Well, I mean, it's fashionably done, Haley. I don't do it. With is, it like, is it like a thick fleece hoodie, or is it like, like a, a thin hoodie. like sea hoodie? Well, that's a great point, Haley. They come in different types. Like there'll be the like hoodie hoodie with no sleeves, which is a little warm. So it's it's better for like the working out kind of hoodie because it gets your body temperature up, burns some calories, but you still get to show the guns off. It gives you a very good dynamic in the weight room. But these going out hoodies, they're more t-shirt based type with just a hoodie. And sometimes they even get you the kangaroo pocket up front so you have something to do with your hands. It's just great. <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably a little too warm to be wearing a sleeve. 
I hope y'all uh, get to the coast. You get plenty of sun. I uh, hope there's dog-friendly beaches there so y'all don't have to, you know, drive very far to get Jenga out there doing tricks on the beach. Hopefully somebody brought some spike balls so y'all can, you know, lace it up, go hard. And uh, I hope y'all black out drunk because it's not a good vacation if you don't black out drunk once. Oh, fuck yeah. We might even hit, the, hit up the dog track. You degenerate. You degenerate. All right. Well, thank you, Joe and Haley, for joining us on this episode of the Talking Small Podcast. We gave y'all Olympics. We gave y'all fuck that dude. You know, Nablock, fuck you. We got Tinny Appalachian State, a battle of heavyweights, per se. And uh, we got you some little extras. So, I mean, everything's good. Sleeveless tanks. Great. Uh, so roast beef curtains. Roast beef curtains. Just uh, Haley will Google uh, a vagina if you talk about it enough. So which vagina do you want her to Google next? Send it to her. Talk about it. We are equal opportunity Googlers. Leslie Jones, I Googled you. So, I mean, that's great. Tweet at Talking Small Pod to see whose vagina you'd like to see Haley Google next. Oh, that is a great plug. And... Our Twitter handle is at Talking Small Pod. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, it's all the same right there. We also, uh, you can send any emails. You can attach a, you know, a roast beef curtain pick email to TalkingSmallPodcast at gmail.com. You know, whatever you want. Are you soliciting nudie pics? <laughs> These are to forward to you, Haley, so you can... So you can see grade and rate and review on the next on an upcoming episode. Yeah. Send us some pictures. Haley will do a rate my roast beef segment. (laughs) Rate my roast. (laughs) Hashtag rate my roast beef. Throw it out there. We'll check them. Make sure they're good. I wonder if that's an uh, active hashtag. We'll have to check that. So thank you all for joining us again. Uh, we got 2,000 listens now, which is great. Uh, I'm very happy. I didn't know how many we'd get in one year. 2,000 seems like a decent number. That Chris Johnson ran that one year in the NFL, so it must be good. And uh, we out. Milos, play us out with some beats.